You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. The Guided Goals Podcast gives you the tools, direction, and resources you need to pursue your passion project. I'm Deborah Eckerling, Project Catalyst, and this is the Guided Goals Podcast. Our guest today is Alexis Avia, and we're going to talk about how to start and grow a tutoring business. Alexis is founder of Prepped and Polished, a 17-year-old tutoring and test prep firm based in Boston, Massachusetts. Alexis is host of the Prepped and Polished podcast, which is a weekly podcast that offers tutoring tips and interviews of influencers in the world of education. Welcome, Alexis. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Deborah. Why don't we start with how did you get on this path? Uh, I was a licensed guidance counselor for one year, and I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. Um, so I, uh, started tutoring underneath another tutor who was very successful. Um, his line was out the door with kids and, um, he, um, uh, started just giving me, assigning me students to tutor and I just, um, but he didn't give me enough to pay the bills. So I had to start my own tutoring on the side and, uh, I kind of just kind of got that going. I love the fact that, so you were doing something for another person and you literally started doing the same thing for yourself. So talk about like laterally building your business. Yeah. And, and that's, that's key because you learn as an understudy to someone else who has been there, done it. And then you can kind of model something similar or improve upon that model that you're, you're working under. So uh, that's what I did. I just tried to improve um, or emulate exactly what he, my mentor, was uh, doing. And so what were your first steps when you said, okay, I can't just work for him, and then how did you transition over to being just you? I got a list of all the schools uh, in Massachusetts. I'm in Boston. Um, and I basically got a gazillion stamps and uh, made sure that I had a lot of saliva in my mouth and I licked stamps, all right, for hours and hours. And I mailed a cover letter, a, re a resume, and a tutoring flyer that I made up um, just saying, hey, you know, I'm a local tutor. I, you know, have, I'm a licensed guidance counselor. I've tutored through college and grad school, I have a lot of experience, and um, you know, I just want to give you, you know, please put me on your tutoring list. So that's I've been doing. I did that for about twelve years straight um, each fall, and uh, that got me on tutoring lists. It got me on the radar a little bit with schools, built some relationships that way, um, and that was kind of my first taste of just networking. Networking is key in business. Any business you have, it's networking is key. So I started networking with schools, and this was way back in the pre-internet social media days. Yeah. So you had yeah, to like, literally work it. I did. <laughs> I had to work it. I had to physically, you know, leave my house to do something. Uh, remember those days? Um, I, I do. 
you know, I mean, uh, but um, it was it was hard. It's hard, hard work. You know, it takes time um, to walk into a school. Um, but, um, it, you know, it, it you know what a lot if, if I were to wrap up everything that I did the first 10, 12 years of tutor, my building my tutoring business, it's about hustle. OK. And a lot a lot of people fail because they just do not want to put in the work. And I, I think that applies to any business, whether you're flipping pizzas and trying to sell pizzas for a living or, you know, trying to start a tutoring company. It's about hustling. It's about getting your butt out of bed and making sure you do your repetitions. If you were to start over today in right. the electronic age, what would you be doing? Okay. Would you Great still question. be mailing letters or what would you recommend? No, because uh, I mean, not as much. Definitely, um, it's a lot more newsletters. Make sure that you build a newsletter, a news, a, a, a list, okay, uh, and communicate with your um, um, potential and customers uh, um, via a newsletter, just to kind of keep them updated on what what's going on. Give them lots of free content. Um, you know, really helpful articles on, you know, how the SAT has changed and, you know, some top college admissions tips. Give them, like, value for free, you know. So that, that's another key thing that you do today. Yes, and that definitely is any business you're in. You have to show that you know your stuff because if you don't know your stuff, then they're going to go to someone else, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh you know, I don't know if you were going to ask this later or what, but one, one of the key thing, uh, things that I've done um, is I've done, I've given away a lot of things for free. I've given a lot of, a lot of content. I started a blog in 2009 um, and, um, you know, I have over like 250 YouTube videos. Um, you know, nothing's gone viral, okay? You don't have to be a viral sensation to be successful. Uh, I think that's overlooked in our society. But you know what? If you get 200 videos up there, you're going to get some traction. And guess what? My phone rings because of those videos now. And about how long do you think it, it took before that to happen? It took about three three years, all right? Because then, you know, you, um, it, yeah, for a while I was kind of like, you know, a little – I was just, you, you question yourself. You do a lot of videos, you do a lot of this, and you do a lot of Twitter, you do a lot of this and that, and then you're thinking, you know, is this helping? It, but it does take a good three years for things to start to kind of come together. Um, it's Again, it goes back to just hustle. You got to do a little bit of everything. You got to do some Twitter, you got to do some blogging. If you can get a podcast going, you just got to get the word out, and you got to do it consistently. What about face to face? Do you do do you still do face to face? Get the word about who you are and what? Yeah, very good question. Um, okay, so I just like a couple minutes ago, I said one of the key things that I do, you know, to you know, that's been successful for me has been uh, uh, online social media. Um, you know, but this the other key component to my success has been networking on the ground, getting your face in front of people. Go to like those tea parties, go to those, you know, after hours events, you know, um, you know, go to, you know, join the chamber of commerces. Some things will work. Some things won't join hustle and you'll find your niche. You'll find a group of people who will advocate for you on your behalf and, and refer you. So that is a key part. You got to get on the ground as well. You got to get the ground troops going um, and make sure, you know, because you can't be behind a computer screen and be, you know, 
you know, people like to see a person's face that they, they, they trust you a little bit more if they can see you. No, I'm, I'm just smiling and nodding because I'm thinking, because I'm in LA, you're in Boston. Granted, we are both in big cities. And even if someone's in a small town, they're going to be able to find something, right? If you're not out there, people can't find you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? I mean, I, I mean, my personality, like when I started tutoring, I didn't really go out there. You're a tutor. You're, you're sitting in you know, a small room with another student and you're not marketing. You, you don't really understand it. You might be a little on the shyer side. You want to work one-on-one. -on -one. But um, you're only going to get so far if you don't really put your face out there. And I'll tell you, it takes work. It, um, at first, it's going to be a little awkward going to some of those social events. Um, you might stand, you know, by the, um, you know, Kool-Aid stand and, and just kind of like a wallflower looking at people. But then the next one you go to have a little bit more confidence and you introduce people and then you talk a little bit about your business and then you find out about their business and then you can kind of do cross uh, referring. You know, you, it's also about giver's gain. It's not just about you. It's about if you can help other people build their businesses. If you, and that's called giver's gain. That's, that's a really huge practice that you should employ if you want to be successful. And the other thing I, I'm just going to add on to that is you may be talking to someone and they might not need you, but you don't know who they know. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I mean, exactly. You don't, it's, it's two second degree, third degree separation. So it's a small world. I joined uh, a networking group and I met a really, you know, an architect um, and she had a couple kids and I tutored her kids and, you know, we did a good job. And then she referred me to, you know, a couple of her friends um, who lived in, uh, you know, an upper class uh, suburb and, you know, outside of Boston, which is a good market for me. And then, um, and, you know, we, we tutored her friends and then those friends, you know, referred us to 10 friends. Okay. And then you're tutoring half the town. So that's kind of how it works. A little bit of a viral effect. You do a good job with one family and believe me, uh, moms do talk to one another. Um, but if you do a bad job and you don't give what you deliver, they, they're just as equally, uh, um, prone to, to talk bad about you too. So you got to make sure you provide quality. That's really, really key. You can't be, um, you know, giving, you know, unfulfilled promises or, uh, inferior products to people because it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. And is it just you or do you have people? Um, I have about 20 tutors now, so I've grown and I don't do any tutoring anymore. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I read a really good book called the E-Myth, um, which basically opened my eyes to, you know, eventually you don't want to be caught up in the, you know, um, your whole life as a practitioner, but you might want to explore working on your business and stepping outside of your business and seeing how it could maybe run without you. So that's kind of what I did and I was inspired and I just kind of um, started um, delegating a little bit more of the uh, phone calls that came in for requests for tutoring. I said, hey, I have a wonderful tutor who I personally trained myself. Can we, you know, give him a shot and, and fast enough people, the, the clients, you know, they trusted me to, um, you know, give them a fantastic tutor. So almost overnight I was able to kind of um, pass the baton, proverbial baton to my tutors and, um, things have been great since then. So definitely jump into hiring faster, um, than I did. Look, I don't have an MBA. I'm an educator. And so I didn't really have the foresight 
to see the value of hiring people to grow your business. Um, so what I did is for many years, I just felt like I was just kind of working in my business. But um, I learned, you know, a little later. So I'm giving you um, a heads up, future entrepreneurs, to hire um, as, you know, faster than I did because hiring rocks, okay? It takes off some of the, the work off your shoulders. It's a little bit of an investment, but it's going to pay off big when – the people that you hire make you more money and, 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 get, and win you more clients. So, you know, find great people to hire, experienced people who will represent your brand well, um, and don't, you know, don't settle. Find, 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 an amazing, find an amazing tutor. Don't find a good tutor. So you want to basically find people that will rise up to the same standards you expect in yourself. I was going to ask how you've managed to maintain and grow your business, but I think you just answered that. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I say no a lot. You know, I say you know you, you can't work at prepped and polished, and it's not. You know what's funny? Like, and a lot of my competitors, I think they hire because you know maybe the tutor has like a Harvard degree. Um, I say no to people with Harvard degrees sometimes um, if they come across as snotty um, or you know like they walk on water and they're going to condescend a student because they went to Harvard and they're amazing. That's not going to help the student improve. Just because the tutor went to Harvard, what's going to help the student improve is instilling confidence in that student. So I look for good human beings uh, who have experience and you know went to a good school, but it doesn't have to be Harvard. Now, I want to, before we go into the work-life balance and giving out some goals for our listeners, uh, I want to hear a little bit more about your podcast and some of the other things that you've done to promote yourself and your expertise. Um. I jumped into podcasting about a year and a half ago, um, and uh, and then I stepped it up a notch and got myself a blue mic, and uh, you know, um, you know, I have a podcast engineer, and we do two shows a week on Tuesdays. They're tutoring tips, um, usually about a five minute um, um, lesson on um, you know how to get an A in in school. And then on Thursdays, uh, we interview um, an influencer in the world of education. So anyone from an inspiring athlete who gives back to organizations for for teens or, um, you know, best-selling novelists uh, who've written, you know, for college applications or or anything teen-related issues. So um, we have about 120 episodes in the can. Um, I host the show. And... um, and it's on it's it's on my website. The podcast can be accessed. You go to preptonpolish.com forward slash podcast. Um, and I'm having a blast. It's great. And it's also great for your business to have a podcast. It's f- it, it's fun. It really is a good way to keep up your game in your industry, right? And show that you're connected to other people, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and just we were talking about this before, like having a face instead of just hearing it. Um, it's it's just a little bit more of an upgrade. Um, but some people, you know, they're heading to the gym or, you know, they're, you, you do your 20 minute podcast. That's enough time to get from your home to the gym. You know, give this a listen and then you could always have it for later, too. So um, so audio, whether it's a video cast or a podcast, it's it's all good and it's it's really good content too. You're giving people value, um, and uh, you know don't quit at it though. You got to keep it up. A lot of people um, 
quit podcasts after like 10 episodes. They're like, screw this. So keep it up. (laughs) Well, you mentioned before that you were doing videos and it took a few years for those to catch on. Yeah, it does. It does. And and right now, um, the podcasts are starting to gain a little momentum and, and just there's more viewership. Keep track of your analytics. All very good tips. So I want to delve into work-life balance. So you, you've built this business. Um, you have a life. What do you do to make sure that your business and your life have balance? Um, well, I play keyboards for a band. Um, I ran three marathons, Boston marathons, including the marathon bombing, which I wasn't able to finish. Um, but I went back the next year and finished it. Then I also have a food blog, uh, a day in the uh, where I post delicious Latin, Greek and Italian recipes. So, um, you know, so definitely pursue your passions. It took me a little while to figure it out, but um, it's important to really take care of your health, um, especially if you're running your own business, um, because you're probably going to have to work a little bit harder than somebody who works for a corporation. So you're going to have to really uh, set your own hours for your business, but you got to have to allocate time for yourself, um, or you're going to crash and burn, and you don't want to do that because it's going to hurt your business. It, it is a cycle. Yeah. Okay, which leads into a really good personal goal of the week. I would say to if you do not have a health regimen where you exercise and eat well, take a little bit of time and figure out how you're going to incorporate that into your life. And I think for the professional goal, I'm thinking we should make it a networking goal, don't you? Go- yes, I think we, I think so. Okay, so go find find a place that you haven't been before with an entirely different group of people and just go out and if you need a buddy, take a buddy and go out and just introduce yourself and start getting the word out about who you are and what you do and see what you could do to help others as well. Absolutely. I love that goal. And uh, also join a BNI, Business Networking International. Um, The whole premise of that networking group is givers gain. So you have 30 people in a room, all those are only, they only allow one person per profession. And so there's no conflict and everybody acts as your sales force. And, uh, will will on your behalf, try to get you referrals, but in, in turn, you try to get them referrals. So b- check out BNI. That's my, uh, networking uh, tip for you. Great. Well, thank you so much, Alexis Avia from Prepped and Polished, for joining us today to talk about not just how not just how to start and grow a tutoring business, but really these are principles for anybody who wants to start and grow any kind of business. And if you go to guidedgoals.com, you can access the show notes and the links. If you've got something that you love that you want to do, you just these are some very simple, simple, time-consuming steps that you need to take, but you can do it. So just go on out there and go for it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.